This is The Art of Being You, and I'm Rachel Wortman. This podcast brings you inspiration, insights, and practical tools to help you become more like Jesus. Get ready to embrace who God has created you to be. I've got a great episode in store for you today, so without further ado, here is The Art of Being You. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Thank you guys for being here. If you listened to last week's episode and you came back for another week of the podcast, I just want to give you a hug. Every time I do those episodes, I am so nervous. Uh, It is an unbelievably vulnerable thing to put yourself out there in that way. And I don't like it. And I really only do it because I am passionate about freedom. Um, And so I just want to thank you for showing back up. And for those of you guys that skipped over the episode, you know, props to you as well. Um, Today, we're going to be do some we're going to be do. We're going to do something totally different. I've never done anything like this before on the podcast, and I just want to give you a pep talk. I just was praying, and I felt like the Lord put it on my heart to do a kingdom pep talk for you. And so I want you to just envision like we're in the same room together. We're sitting across from each other. I'm I'm on the couch next to you or you know, in the passenger seat of your car if you're driving. I love to listen to podcasts while I drive. Um, and so, you know, that we're in the same room together and we're just talking because I want you to know how valuable you are. And, you know, in my life, I am surrounded by some really incredible people and I still sometimes feel like I'm not seen for who I really am. And that's not a diss to them. That's just human nature. Uh, I have incredible people who are great at encouraging me and great at, at, you know, lifting me up. And it's not their responsibility to, to, uh, fill every need that I have in my heart. Um, but I felt like, you know, for those of you guys that might feel that way on a a bigger level than I do, or, or even on an occasional level that you can pull this podcast out and listen to it and feel seen hopefully and feel loved and feel cared for, because I want you to know that you are so valuable to the Lord. You really are. And, you know, you might've been going through some things lately where you felt like the Lord just isn't working things out for you. Maybe you felt like like there's been a lot of pruning going on in your life and things that you really cared about that were going well suddenly are just not going well and it feels like God is being cruel or, or frustrating to you. He's not. He's not. Did you know that God loves you more than you have the brain power to comprehend? Did you know that when the Lord is looking at the earth, he's looking at you and he's thinking about how exciting you are to him? He's thinking about all the different deliberate ways that he's trying to order your steps. He's thinking about all the ways that he's present with you, even when you're unaware. You know how the Bible says that that God sings over us at night. And that he's like a mother hen that gathers us under his wing. Did you know that even while you're sleeping, Jesus is thinking about you and he's caring for you and he's looking into your future and he's orchestrating things to work for your good. And he's taking the pain of your present moment right now and he's building you through it so that not one ounce of pain is wasted. It's not because God thinks that you can handle it or that, you know, he's indifferent to you going through some pain. It's that he's just so good that he knows he can make something great out of what you're going through right now. Do you know that? 
you know that what the enemy wants over your life is for you to feel like God loves everybody but you? Like if you just could fix this one thing in your life, then maybe he would, you would get his attention and he would answer those prayers that maybe if you could, if you could just stop doing this one thing that God would hear you more regularly. Did you know that the enemy keeps telling you that because it's in direct opposition to what God has already said? That you've actually been given permission to boldly go before the throne of grace with confidence? He didn't say you had to clean yourself up first. Oh, make sure you repent first before you knock on my throne room door. No, no, no. He says you are welcome to come in because you and I, we are a team. You and I, we have this partnership. You and I, we are together in this way and you are welcome anytime you want to come in my presence. You're welcome to ask me for anything. Uh, the Lord might say, I don't have to give you everything that you want, or I might give it to you in, this, in the form of a seed that takes time to grow and you grow with it so that you can actually receive the things that you're asking for. But you're welcome in my presence at any time, day or night. Did you know that to God, you are not an inconvenience? Did you know that? Maybe to your friends or your family, you might be a burden sometimes. They've got other stuff going on. And, and when you need something, it detracts from their focus. But to God, never. To God, you are always treated like, like the most important thing. Face-to-face interaction. Communion with him. Being in his presence. Him inviting you into his presence and him coming first into yours. It's an amazing relationship, right? I don't know uh, what things of your life have been popping up over the last few years that have been weighing you down. I don't know how dissatisfied you might feel about who you are today, but do you know what else I know? I know that God cares about that. God cares about who you were just as much as he cares about who you're becoming. You are a masterpiece to him. You are this beautiful sculpture that he is lovingly carving something even more beautiful from within. Isn't it amazing? It's like just as you are right now, you are perfect to the Lord, but he's also continually perfecting you. It's a mystery of the kingdom that you can be exactly what you need to be right now, but still becoming something even better. That's the beautiful thing about Christ in you, that Jesus is inside of you. And so, you know, God is actually not looking at you as somebody who is lacking something. He's looking at Jesus inside of you. And that doesn't mean that he doesn't see you, that he only sees God. No, no, no. He sees you. He sees your hairstyle. He sees your skincare regimen. He sees your exercise routine. He sees what you eat. He sees all of it. He just chooses to treat you according to Jesus inside of you, not based on what you've done. He's just so ridiculously good, so unbelievably kind, so gracious that he doesn't feel the need to shame you when you get it wrong. He looks at you as though you are the fullness of potential because you are, because Jesus is inside of you. Are you going to make mistakes? Absolutely. And does that bother the Lord? Not one bit. You are a masterpiece and you're a masterpiece in the making.
I don't know what things are lingering in your mind right now, but I know that you need to hear that it's okay for you to believe that you are God's beloved child. It's okay for you to feel that you're God's favorite. It's a good thing to look at yourself and feel a sense of confidence because God is loving on you and he's caring about you. It doesn't mean that you're better than anybody else. It just means that you're seen and you're loved and you're cared for and you're on his mind. And what could be more amazing than that? I don't know about you, but I have to remind myself of these things, right? Sometimes I'll go a couple days and 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 forget to to challenge myself to see God in every single part of my day. It's not that God is the sunset or that, you know, the cool breeze on a hot day is somehow um, you know, a, the, a part of the presence of God. No, that's kind of like mystical nonsense. But when we watch a sunset and we sense the presence of the Lord, it's because he's watching it with us. When we feel that cool breeze, sometimes it's his gift to us, right? And so when we acknowledge God in all things, we grow. We grow in all ways. When we're eating our meals and we're acknowledging Jesus in the midst of that, something profound happens because not only are we on his mind, but now he becomes top of our mind. And I don't know about you, but when Jesus is on my mind, my life gets a lot better. It gets a lot more free. It gets a lot less chaotic. The stress just feels like it dissipates a little bit because what I know is that I don't belong to this world and neither do you. This world is not our home. And so when we have these present frustrations and things don't go our way and there's tension and people treat us badly, we know that we don't have to live in that forever. We might have to endure it a little longer But we don't have to live in it forever because this world is not our home. And God is so intentional that he's gone before you to make an even better place for you. Not just in heaven, although he has done that, but he's gone into your future. Little tangent here, but it's interesting to me. I've been thinking about why the Marvel Universe has gone so head deep into the multiverse concept and why other, uh, you know, film studios have started making movies that have multiverse connotations to them. And I was asking the Lord about that recently. And I said, God, it's probably a few months ago. I said, God, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by why. No, I guess it was a year ago. Why, why all this multiverse stuff? And you know what the Lord said to me? He said, you know, the new age people usually pick up on stuff faster than Christians. I said, that's right, Lord. I know that to be true. The new age loves to counterfeit stuff that actually belongs to the kingdom of God. And I said, but I don't understand how the multiverse concept could uh, belong to the kingdom of God. That doesn't make sense to me. And you know what he said? He said, Rachel, all the days of your life are written in your book, the book of life, right? And I like to imagine in the library of heaven, every single one of us has a book. That's what Psalm 139 tells us. And all the days of our life are written in that book. But you know, we have this thing called free will and we don't always live the days of our life according to how God has written them. Sometimes we go off script. And usually when that happens, it's not for the better, right? 
And so when we go off script, we're living in a parallel universe of sorts. The universe is the wrong word for it, but we're living in a parallel timeline than what God really wanted. When we make decisions not to obey him, when we when we have things happen to us that the Lord was not okay with, it sends us on this sort of parallel timeline. And the grace of God can pull us back into the days that were numbered for us that I like to call divine appointments and divine guidance from the Holy Spirit that he's leading us down that path. And so what does that look like? Well, that looks like he goes before us into heaven to make things ready for us, but he also goes into our future now. And even though we're living in a system of life governed by time and 12-hour time increments, etc., God is not. And in his infinite wisdom and somehow in his mercy and his power, he can pull us onto his timeline anytime we ask. Maybe that's what you need to do right now. Maybe life has been frustrated because somewhere along the way, something happened that disrupted the flow of what God wanted. And what you really need to do is get back on the days that he's written for you. I'm not talking about predestination. I'm not saying that we're some sort of a chessboard that God is just pawning us left and right. No, 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 no. We absolutely have the power to choose. But God has a choice as well. And when we bend and we say, Lord, whatever your way is, is the best way for me. I want to live what's in your book for me. He boop pops us over to his timeline. A lot of times that includes being in a season of acceleration, right? Where things take a lot less time because he's catching us up to where we were supposed to be. Maybe you've been experiencing habitual patterns of sin and brokenness, and that's kept you from the things that God wanted. And maybe today is the day that God wants to bring breakthrough and catch you up in a, through a season of acceleration. I don't know. I'm not trying to throw that out there as some you know shallow prophetic word or something like that. I'm just saying that he's so good. He's so kind that he'll do that for you if you need it. You know, if you hear nothing else today, hear in the slowness of me saying this, in the quietness of the background, hear that you are right where God wants you. That say yes to him and he will move whatever isn't right. But ultimately, you are right in his hand. You are in his heart and he is in yours and it's going to be okay. It's going to work out. God has you. He's leading you. And the best thing you need to know is that his love is not passive. His love is active. It's aggressive. It's relentless. You know, the Lord wants to chase you down with blessing after blessing. That's what Deuteronomy says, right? That's what Luke says. To be shaken down, running over. God wants to be a linebacker running to tackle you with his goodness. And you know, for me, I like to run slow, both in real life and in the kingdom. When it comes to God chasing me down with his blessing, I like to run slow so that I am easily tackled and readily available for all the goodness he wants to bring to me. The sweetness of his presence in my life, the freedom of my mind, my ability, the ability to let go of stress and anxiety when they creep up because I tap in to the other world that I come from, not from this one, right? To worship with abandon, to truly try and know God to the best of my human ability. I want that for you. 
I want you to be encouraged today. I may cringe a few times over after this episode uh, comes live because I've never done anything like this before, but I really felt like the Lord wanted you to hear these things. You are so loved. You are so valuable. You have such a bright future ahead of you, and you are so important to this world. Until next time, be blessed. You've just listened to another episode of The Art of Being You. My goal is to empower you to embrace the goodness of God over your life and step into that abundant life that can only be found in Jesus Christ. And did I mention that I'd love to connect with you? Find me on Facebook and Instagram at Rachel Wartman and on TikTok at The Rachel Wartman. You can find more resources, including my books and other teachings at rachelwartman.com.